0: The Modern Esther podcast is designed for Christian women who God has called to a career. Our goal is to identify the modern Esther in all women and to leave you feeling empowered with the mission to glorify God in your vocation.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Modern Esther podcast. Uh, We're so happy to have you guys this week. It's both Amy and Danielle this week. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, <laughs> we are super pumped because we are wrapping up the, De- the Deborah series. Excuse me. Um, and really, like, this has been such a good experience for Danielle and I both, I think. Um, she might be one of my new favorite women of the Bible. What do you think, Danielle? Oh. I want to name my child Deborah. Now
0: <laughs> it goes with the Danielle and Derek and Dodge, so I'm pretty happy with the D. All the D. <laughs>
1: well, that would work. Let me know how that. <laughs> <you guys>.
0: know. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but this week, so we've talked about a lot. We've um, we've un- unwrapped a lot in Deborah, and this week we're actually going to be summing it up with talking about the significance of the palm tree in her story. Mm-hmm. Um, so to give you guys some scriptural reference, in Judges four five. We talked about this before, but it says, um, referring to Deborah, she held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites went up to her to have their disputes decided.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, this was super interesting because we were they talk about the palm of Deborah, the palm of Deborah, a lot throughout um, other different commentaries and things like that, and you can research about the palm of Deborah, and so. It was just kind of just like, well, what's so significant about the palm? So we wanted to talk about that, but there's actually really some interesting facts about palm trees that are symbolic to why they were so significant in scripture. So palm trees can grow up to 70 feet or more. Some are even recorded to be 197 feet. Um, They can live more than a century. So they're very, they have a long longevity. They can also bear fruit. Uh, that we can eat. Um, some of them are toxic, but most of them are um, actually like coconut. Um, they can actually make wine. You can make wine out of some of the palm trees. And then interestingly, they do provide a shade, right? So a group of palm trees can actually provide you a, a nice shade. So what you know? What are the significance and what does this mean? Um, we actually find a lot of symbolism of this in Scripture, just starting with Psalm 92, 12. It says, the righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. Um, so interesting, you have both righteousness mentioned and flourish. So you see this upright, this slender, slender, tall kind of symbolism being used for how tall it can be. So when you think of a palm tree, think of it being tall and upright, um, meaning um, righteousness. An upright person would mean that they are a righteous person. Um, then you see the flourish. Um, you actually. Well, think of a palm tree, think of flourish, um, because it will bear fruit. And why is that important? And we see a lot in the New Testament, Jesus talking about um, in Matthew 7, 16 through 20, it says, you will recognize them, meaning Christians or followers of him or righteous people by their fruits. It says, every healthy tree bears good fruit, but a diseased tree bears bad fruit. Continuing on, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. And so therefore, in Galatians 5, it makes sense to have the fruits of the Spirit, you know, which hopefully you've heard of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. I think I've got them all. I might have missed (laughs) one there. Um, But, you know, and then you talk about spiritual gifts. So then we see like the whole holiness of... The advocate that uh, Jesus Christ sent after him, being the Holy Spirit, and you see two sides of that being the spiritual gifts that he's blessed us each with, but the fruits of the Spirit that we should all show that if we have the Spirit living in us, we should all have love, joy, peace, patience, etc. Um, so, that flourishment, you know, of the palm tree dating all the way back to Leviticus. So, um, yeah, so we're going to kind of go through and see different um, scripture throughout, or sorry, different um, symbolism and through, of the palm tree throughout scripture, and starting in Leviticus uh, 2340. So in Leviticus, um, if you don't know what book of the Bible that is, that's actually going to be um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. It's the third book of the Bible, so this is very early on, okay, very early on in the Israelites' history, we see that they have a celebration in Leviticus 23 of different seasons and festivals. And there's actually seven of these festivals. Um, And the seventh festival is the Festival of Tabernacles, okay? It's a festival that lasted seven days, and it was supposed to celebrate God's protection and guidance um, while they were coming out of Egypt in the desert and how he provided them with... um, food and how he did guide them eventually into the um, promised land now we actually see its importance as it's renewed Israel is supposed to renew their commitment to God and trust in his guidance and protection so um, just if you want to listen to that verse you see it in Leviticus uh, twenty-three forty, where it says on the first day You are to take branches from the trees, from palms, willows, and other leafy trees and rejoice. So we see that this palm tree all the way in Leviticus is a time of rejoicing, but also a time of remembering God's protection and holiness. And so... That will also be important when Solomon builds his temple in 1 Kings. So we see in 1 Kings 29, he carved all the walls of the house around about the carved figures of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers within and without. So he also saw that on the walls that there not only needed to be um, decorations of angels, a sign of protection, but also palm trees dating back to this um, tabernacle of seven days. Then we see in the new Testament that we have the branches of the palm trees when Jesus was coming in and which we will now know as Palm Sunday. So John 12, 13 says they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, meaning Jesus, and began to shout, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the King of Israel. Recognizing whether or not they realized at the time, maybe some did, the significance of the palm tree. It is a time of celebration, of joy, but also recognizing the protection and celebration of the king, right? This is the savior of the world, the lamb, which we will see, again, that symbolism, the exact same celebration, happen in heaven. In Revelation 7, 9, John says, they were clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And I love that. I'm actually, I don't have that marked in my Bible, so I'm going to go to that really quick because I just think, oh, I do have it marked. Okay, good super great so it says and they cried out so they're holding palms and branches in their hands and they cried out salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne and to the lamb and so that symbolism is crazy because we see people on earth praising the savior praising our lamb and then in heaven praising them again with the same palm branches um so this is huge um this huge symbolism and When Amy and I were kind of going through this, we found this to be super cool because it literally is going from the third book of the Bible, stretching all the way to the last. And then we began talking about like, well, do we use palm trees today? And yeah. Um,
1: So growing up Catholic, um, we celebrate Palm Sunday, um, you know, the Sunday before Easter. And in church, you actually celebrate that by getting what they call blessed palm. And so you get, um, it's like a branch of the palm. It's dried and... Um, In Catholic Church, they um, bless it with holy water and then you're supposed to take that home and it is a sign of protection. And so... Um, some people will kind of twist the palms into Mm -hmm. a cross. And, um, I know my mom, we always had palms year after year. So she would replace those palms the next year when Palm Sunday would come around. But every year, all year round, we would have these cross shaped palms like throughout our house or, you know, she would tuck a palm branch behind a picture or, (laughs) you know, there's random places there's palm branches, but, um, but it was a big deal. And, and like, You know, the the symbolism, you know, and and I think that's exactly what it is. It's symbolism of just believing that, you know, that is a symbol of God, of his protection, of your household, um, and that sort of thing. And to this day, there are still palms. Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) And my mom was raised Catholic, too, and that is one of the... The things that she still holds true. So Mm -hmm. I have a palm in my house. She has a palm in her. I think my sister does too. And I love that. And and I'm sad that it took me this long to realize the importance of it because I think whether you're Catholic or not, um, it it is important. And I think that Mm -hmm. um, it's important from the Old Testament to the New Testament. So if it's mentioned in the New Testament, we as believers in Christ and followers of Christ really need to Understand the importance of of why that is a tradition. Yeah, right, right. Um, and 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 so kind of, I mean, so going back to Deborah, yeah, we had some interesting things. So she would sit under this palm, right, mm-hmm. right. So
1: I mean, just to kind of tie it all in together, to summarize what we've learned so far, and then what we kind of unpack today. Um, we learned a lot about the meaning of Deborah's name. We learned that she was the only female judge. We learned about her relationship with Barack and Jael. Um, and then ultimately, her obedience to God. Um, and I feel like that in her obedience, the Lord provided um, the reward of fruitfulness. And I I think yeah. that the palm tree has significance in that way. Um, you see this fruitfulness throughout her life, in her leadership, and her success, um, in her relationships with other, others, and then ultimately back to her relationship with God. Um, she was very fruitful. And in Judges 5-7, um, which is like we've talked about before, it's the poetic version of the Deborah story, um, it says, "...there were few people left in the villages of Israel until Deborah rose as a mother of Israel." and it's just such a powerful verse because it really demonstrates that obedience um t- that she de- that she showed to the calling um and she did this through her work under the palm tree
0: yeah and um and i love that you said that a, cu- a couple of things about um the fruit i think that's really important um that it just made me think, like, right now, like, you see that her fruit being blessed. And I think for such a long time, it it was actually just this um, week that I realized when things are coming together, you know, and, you, and you're in the will of God and your wants become His wants, you feel unstoppable. And it's just an addicted feeling to just be like, oh, me and I'm in the will of God. And I felt like God was saying, well, you can be in my will and things not go like you want mm-hmm. and that was like super um humbling because i think that sometimes like when you're in the will of god your wants may not be his wants but because you're in his will he just bumps you along and directs mm-hmm. you until he gets you to where his wants are your wants. Right. And then that's where like that spearhead comes to point and it becomes a, it's a great feeling. And then I'm like, I was talking to my dad yesterday. I was like, I feel very selfish because I'm like, oh, am I doing this because I'm excited about it being for the Lord or am I I excited because it's, you know, finally something I want is happening, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) what part is true? And I think it's just... It could just be like you're, you're, you're growing like a palm tree and you're growing upright in Christ. And it may take a long time in living centuries maybe, but then fruit is there to bear, mm-hmm. you know. And it's cool to see that in Deborah's life that just like she is just having a, a crazy time under this palm tree and war is all around her. And then finally, like when the time called for her to move against Sisera... It was God's time, and it and it happened. Um, one one other interesting thing. This is this might be going off on a, a tangent for um, for some of you all, but I was talking to Amy about it, and I was like, it, when I think of palm, I don't think of a palm tree, though I think of like the palm of your hand. So a homograph is uh, actually a word that's spelled the same and has a different meaning. And so, what I love though about that specifically the palm, like the palm tree or the palm of your hand, is that it may have a different physical meaning, but it seems like in Scripture it actually has the same spiritual meaning. In Isaiah 49, 16, it says, Behold, I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Um, in John 10, 28, it says, I have given them eternal life. They will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Hence, protection, right? In Psalm sixteen eleven. It says, you make known the path of life. Your presence is there, fullness of joy, right? Celebration of the palm at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So here we see the same palm, like God is constantly protecting us with the palm of his hand, but it's also a time to celebrate, like there is joy in his palm. There is protection in his hands and there is, you know, a calling that we can answer to, um, when we hold his hand, you know, and as we walk through life. And so, um, I don't know. I mean, Amy, have you found that to be true? Like, yeah, I think that,
1: um, I mean, it's like what you were talking about a second ago and, um, like being in the will of God and things just seeming like they align. Well, I think sometimes we think that that's because we're in the will of God, but you made the comment of, um, But sometimes when you're in his will, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not bumpy. And Mm -hmm. so to me, the will of God is so, it's almost synonymous to the palm of his hand. You know, like you're living in the palm of his hand and he'll protect you and guide you and direct you. But sometimes it's bumpy, sometimes it's smooth, and sometimes you feel like you're hitting on all cylinders and everything's going fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But absolutely. I mean, I think that it is interesting too to compare a palm tree with the palm of god's hand but like looking back through the bible and really learning about it there's so many similarities that even though those words have a different meaning in the english language in the biblical context they have a really similar meaning yeah it seems like
0: yeah it does um and i think that what is, it? you know, I mean, it's really interesting, too, to talk about, like, if we have all this protection, not just the symbolism of the palm tree protecting us, but the symbolism of his hand and just basically, right, all of us just, he's got you. Yeah. I mean, 15 different ways. I mean, he's saying in the Bible, don't be afraid. I've got you, right? Um, So why, you know, what is it about that that makes us not like Deborah? and not arise you know like she says you know until until i arose right like there was no you know so why are we not arising and what areas in our life can be I mean, why do you think i mean are we are we scared is that yeah
1: i think that um because you're you paint a good picture of the deborah story and there was no one scripture says there was no one so so it seems like there should be hundreds of Debras. Like we should all be Debras. We should all arise, but you're right. What holds us back? I think it's fear. I think it's sometimes we get into our um worldly view of things mm-hmm. and we think that we can't accomplish this or we yeah. can't do this or we there's no way. I mean it's statistically speaking, a woman judge back in that time right. leading an army, leading you know a man, and then another woman stepping in and accomplishing what she did by killing the enemy. Like statistically speaking, during that time, makes no sense whatsoever. No sense. Yeah. So I think that that's a big reason why we don't arise because we 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 play the numbers in our head and we just think it's not going to work. Um, but with God it can you know I mean with God all things are possible and it's true
0: I mean it's it's entirely true true. yeah um so I guess Amy and I just want to leave you all with a challenge that if you know just to pray about areas in your life that you can arise um I, I just thought of a story I was at church last weekend and uh, the pastor said he went to one Starbucks one weekend and one Starbucks the next. And at the first Starbucks, he said this man was super mad that the trash was overflowing and he complained about it to the ladies and then, you know, just kind of caused a scene. But then at the next Starbucks he went to, um, the man, the trash was overflowing, separate Starbucks, different man, trash was overflowing smelled really bad a lot worse in the first place and the man just asked for a trash bag and a rag and started cleaning up and um and then the pastor you know asked the man said sorry you know don't mean to bother you but what made you do that and he says you know I just I just couldn't stand by I just couldn't stand it anymore and so why not do something they were busy and they you know I could do it and I think that that's just an interesting way like we may not work at Starbucks and the numbers, like Amy said, may be against us. Um, just like the numbers were against Deborah, like <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that, my, it wasn't necessarily her job mm-hmm. to arise. But your job and your calling are not the same thing sometimes. And if God calls you to do something, and you know, you will know that calling, like because you won't stop thinking about it. I think the first thing is to just pray There is a lot of growth when you just wait on the Lord and you pray, and then when he calls you to act, you act, Mm -hmm. and you don't wait another minute, Um, because that time either will pass you by, or he will call someone else, and that is okay for his glorious overarching plan, but I think in that, you not only miss a part of being a part of his story, but you miss um, your growth and seeing like miracles. Um, people sometimes they have laughed at me and said, You see symbolism in way too many things. But I don't think that that's true. I think that I just see God in a lot of different things, and that's how God communicates to me. And when I pray for something and I see it come into fruition, then I just am able to see more of His miracles. And I think that every answered prayer is a miracle. Um, So I just challenge you guys to continue to grow as tall as a palm tree remaining upright in your faith. And continue to grow even when the fruit doesn't come. Because rest in the presence of his shade knowing that the provision of the palm of his hand will make that fruit come to harvest. Um, Just have faith and understand and believe in Isaiah 41.10 that I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God, I thank you so much for upholding us with your righteous right hand. I thank you for all of your little yeses, and I thank you for all of the no's, um, just guiding us so that our wants will be your wants, and that, You will just take us to the place that will bring more glory to you, impact more people. God, I apologize for the times when I had just said no blatantly to your face because I was either too scared or too selfish. Just forgive me that sin and just redeem all of us and just let us arise as women and followers of you to just, um, you know, take that sword and to battle and know that like you're right there with us and we may not be the next deborah or jl but we're the next us and that is all you've called us to be so thank you so much for just loving us just as we are and for creating us for the specific purpose to love and glorify you in your name we pray amen amen wow so
1: we've wrapped up deborah guys Ah, that was such a good such a good series I love that I do too I'm telling you I love her Um, thank you guys so much for joining us and be sure to of course check out all of our social media on Instagram and Facebook um, and email us at the demodernester at podcast at gmail.com if you want to share your stories just one quick announcement in closing Um, I have some (laughs) news to share with you guys this is Amy Um, unfortunately this will be my last regular episode on the podcast, but, um, I hope to come back and join occasionally. Um, Yes, she will. She'll be back (laughs) sometime. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll definitely be praying for this ministry because my heart is so um, passionate about it and I know that God's just going to continue to bless, um, podcast, but um, time management has been a struggle of mine for a while, and I am getting ready to go through a really busy season of my life, and so I've been praying, and I think God is asking me to just take a step back and kind of take a few things off my plate, so I appreciate y'all's prayers during this crazy time, and um, I hope that everyone stays tuned and keeps listening because there's some good stuff coming, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, (laughs) it'll be great, yeah.
0: Oh gosh well, thank you guys so much again for listening and yes I will um, I will still be here. Amy will come back I think the next one just to let you guys know I think she has agreed for September yes. um, there'll be actually like a a little two more ladies will be joining us in September for that one. So at least two more times for the rest of the year, but um, so you won't you won't get rid of her completely. That'll be good. <laughs> uh, we love her too much to let her go completely. But no, um, yeah, she's just she's making a good decision for her family, and we love her for that. But God is um, God is so good, and thank you guys so much for listening. And again, for all the people, um, just who this has impacted. Like I can't I can't say how humbling. Um, it is to read your all's emails and be encouraged Um, so thank you all and um, next um, episode will be in two weeks Amanda will be joining me and it's going to be a breakout session so um, yeah get ready
1: looking forward to it
0: (laughs) have a good week bye guys